Welcome to World News Weekly Podcast hosted by Michael Ainamogesha. Join us as we take a deep dive into global headlines and uncover the stories that matter. In Uganda's land of green and gold, the corrupt never seem to grow old. We siphon all funds with ease while leaving the poor to freeze. Oh Uganda, when will you be free? World News Weekly. My name is Michael Ainamogesha. Welcome to this episode. Ugandan cabinet minister is set to spend Easter in jail after being charged over a scandal involving the theft of thousands of metal roofing sheets. The iron sheets were intended for vulnerable communities in northern eastern Karamoja region and the minister for the region, Mary Goroti Chichutuchimono, pleaded not guilty in court but was denied bail. At least 10 other senior government figures are alleged to have received some of the stolen iron and this included the vice president, the prime minister, the speaker of parliament, and other ministers. According to Inspector General of Government, some of these who when appearing today, parliamentary committee investigating corruption scandal involving 14,500 missing iron sheets, they said not have asked for the iron sheets. Prime Minister, however, apologized and urged other officials to return the iron sheets. The Speaker Anita Among also told the House that she had returned the ones she had received. One minister was recently forced to remove some of the roof off is God's shed. Karamoja for decades faced persistent droughts and floods when it rains, leaving many in the semi-arid northeastern region Benaton 8. In Kenya, on Sunday, Naira Odinga said that his Azimila Umoja One Kenya coalition will call off its protests planned for Monday in response to what he called an olive branch from President William Ruto. In a Twitter post, eager Executive Secretary Gabe Yehu said the two leaders' move would help resolve differences, national issues through peaceful means and deserve Kenya's unity and constitutional order. The cancelled opposition demonstrations would have been the latest series of protests held on Monday and Thursdays. Kenya's President William Ruto's decision to reverse a hardline approach amid waves of protests and opposition opened the door for peaceful talks, position leader said on Sunday. President Ruto addressed the nation for the first time since the protests began over the high cost of living and alleged election irregularities. The president agreed to one of Odinga's demands of bipartisan engagement in parliament on the formation of the next electoral commission. He however suggested that he won't engage the opposition leader on his demands including the cost of living and legitimacy of his presidency. While speaking to BBC, Mr. Raila Odinga welcomed Mr. Ruto's climb down and insisted that all issues must be put on the table. In the Democratic Republic of Congo, at least 19 have been killed in the landslides. Local officials in the east of DRC say that the landslide killed at least 19 people on Sunday morning. An official, an official in the village of Bura in North Kivu province said that the death toll was likely to rise. He said that some members of the group of women and children had been washing laundry in mountain streams were buried after the ground crafts beneath them. The search for more victims resumed on Monday and the region has been battered for months by heavy rains which have triggered flooding and mudslides. Now, the fact that uh, there have been many deaths in North Kivu, including some that have been caused by wars and other catastrophes. According to the Kivu security tracker, conflict and insecurity continue to plague population in Eastern Congo in 2020 amidst a global pandemic draining humanitarian funding. Only 34% of requested annual aid had reached in the Democratic Republic of Congo in 2020. However, 
conflict continues to increase in North Kivu with high with a record of 5.5 million dispersed across the country. Recent Kiv in the recent Kivu Security Tracker data, it also indicates that a steep rising in killings, violent death and other forms of violence since the end of 2019 compared to previous years, the report observes a decrease in the number of big regrets. Whereas in 2019, roughly 130 armed groups, 130 armed groups existed in the province of Kivu alone. In their 2020 inventory counts, around 120 across the entire Eastern Congo, including Northern Kivu, uh, Southern Kivu, Ituri, Aldangani. This briefing dives into a key dynamics of armed mobilization and insecurity in the Eastern Congo in order to better, and better contextualize the 2020 edition of Kiv Security Tracker Armed Group Map. It distills key trends by looking at several geographical hotspots and analyzing some of the broader thought political and social developments that shape the contours of violence and conflict. That's according to Kivu Security Tracker in the Democratic Republic. Thousands of people have died in the past few years. Uh, Rwanda's ruling party has elected a woman to deputize President Paul Kagame. The ruling party, which is also known as Rwanda's Patriotic Front (RPF) in Kotani, on Sunday elected the first woman vice chairperson as President Paul Kagame retained the chairmanship position. Kusiri Uwimana was elected by 1,945 votes. That's about 93% of the vote cast. Observers say her promoting her is the party's way giving more power to women and keeping the ethnicity quota balanced in its top leadership. Miss Uimimana is a veteran banker and a businesswoman who served as a senator until 2019. Uh, this gives a highlight of what might happen in the forthcoming Grand General Elections in 2024 as President Paul Kagame recently announced that he might re retire as a president after 23 years of presidency. Uh, president Kagame has been the president of Rwanda since 2000. A controversial referendum however was removed in 2015 to a two-term constitutional limit for president. On Sunday, Kagami got 99.8% of the two votes to retain the leadership of a ruling party. Rwanda has one of the world's highest proportions of women in parliament and government. Catalonia, Spain, is, is in grip of worst drought in decades. It should be noted that worst drought in living memory is affecting Catalonia and other parts of Spain with reservoirs, rivers and wells are running dry. Crops are withering, fires are breaking out, drought is blamed on the lack of rain and increased temperatures which climate change is increasing day by day. The drought has forced the closure of Sao Reservoir which has been supplying water to Barcelona and other towns in Catalonia for over 50 years. The reservoir has fallen to below 10% of its capacity leading to fears that it will be contaminated by silit. Teams are removing fish from the reservoir which is being emptied downstream to another reservoir. The drought is being felt across Spain with the areas of Indonesia and Segura basins among those being affected by this drought. Restrictions however on water use have been introduced for washing cars and water in gardens. Industrial use on water has been cut by 15% while water used for farming has been reduced to 40%. In our question this week, are people paying for Twitter blue check marks? Well, recently on 1st April, it was said to be the deadline for paying the blue check marks, according to the Twitter CEO Elon Musk, and had urged Twitter users to subscribe to monthly payment of using Twitter.
to retain their blue legacy checkmarks. Musk's aim was to move the platform into pay-to-play model and potentially antagonize some of the opponents and fellow elites in the process. The blue checkmarks are still in place with many now carrying a new disclaimer stating that thing may they may or may not have been paid for twitter began appending a new message to profiles stating that accounts are verified because they are subscribed to blue checkmark or a legacy verified account high profile verified users such as a singer dion warwick has retained his blue checkmark but so has anyone who pays eight dollars and eleven dollars per month respective it's unclear whether it's a temporary or permanent measure twitter twitter did remove one of verified Checkmark over the weekend belonging to one of the world's largest uh, news outlet, the New York Times, which had previously stated that it would not be the blue checkmark status. It is ironic that uh, for one to access news articles on New York Times, the, he or she has subscribed daily $0.25. They have refused. They have insisted that they are not, that they are not going to pay uh, $8 per month. In China, President of France Emmanuel Macron was in China for a three-day state visit during which he aimed to pursue Chinese President Xi Jinping to withhold support of Russia's invasion of Ukraine and evolve European ties with Beijing. Macron intends to relaunch a strategic and global partnership with China and encourage communication with all parties in the Ukraine conflict. Macron took a pragmatic stance on Ukraine whilst still emphasizing that the European Union positioning is on the danger of the conflict. Macron is also bringing a delegation of 60 business leaders to Beijing being to sign regulative and restate trade relations that slowed during the global COVID-19 pandemic. In Israel, Israel military says it has struck targets linked to Palestinian military groups in Hamas inside Lebanon and across the Gaza Strip. The attacks come after a major rocket barrage on Israel from Lebanon, which the Israel's militarily blamed on the Hamas. The Israel Defense Forces IDF said Hamas, a terrorist group infrastructure, was hit in the southern Lebanon. Tensions are high after Israel police raided Jerusalem al-Asq Mosque on consecutive nights earlier this week. The mosque is Islam's third holiest site and Israel, the Israel raids have triggered violence, confrontation with Palestinians inside, caused outrage in a wider region. In technology, Samsung is said to have made a 96% profit loss between January and March. The world's largest memory chip and TV maker estimated its operating profit to have fallen from 600 billion they had won in the previous year from a 14.12 trillion won a year earlier. That's it we all had on the World News Weekly. My name is Mike Ainomcha. Don't forget to subscribe to our weekly newsletter at I know Shaft reports.wordpress.com for all your latest news updates across the world. You can also subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and from wherever you get all your podcasts. Catch you next week. Peace and luck. Wild News Weekly is by the makers of the Michael Anamcha podcast. We are watching it.